Welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with the indicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is from the world of fintech and it includes one of India's hottest internet properties, Flipkart. Now what do they have in common? Joining me on the call is the cover story author Hari Chandan Arakali. Hi Hari, welcome. Always nice to talk to you. Hi Abhishek, good to be here. Thanks. Uh, Hari, before we get into the cover story itself, uh, can you give us a brief inkling as to how big fintech in India is? This term is bandied about quite a bit uh, since last year. The telling uh, tweet that we used in the opening of our story itself is probably one way of looking at it. I mean, the unified payments interface-based transactions in a, in a short period of 12 months, Nandan Nilekani, the former Unique Idea Authority chairman, pointed out in his tweet, went from literally nothing to almost something like 70 million transactions or something. So that's that's a, a one very simple way of looking how much things have changed. The other thing, of course, is multiple factors have uh, are coming together uh, to make this happen. On the one hand, of course, the proliferation of the smartphone, but also now through the entry of uh, you know players like uh, Geo Infocom, the cost of data uh, you know is coming down uh, big time. So one can one can kind of now claim you know safely that uh, India is among uh, the advanced economies, if you will, when it comes to making electronics payments and uh, in the enabling technology, even in a way that it's accessible to your average you know, middle class family, and soon it will be accessible to even the lower income folks, the so-called base of the pyramid in the, in the quarters to come, as soon as that. How does Flipkart uh, tie into the whole digital payments uh, story? I remember long ago they had uh, you know, flirted with their own wallet which may not have done as well as they had expected, but uh, uh, just give us, uh, you know, a background as to Flipkart and digital payments and, of course, the, the firm that they had acquired recently. Yeah, so, I mean, for them, it's a natural play. As you go along, not only will you see them doing what they're doing today, selling physical goods uh, online, but also you'll see them selling a whole host of uh, digital services. In, uh, certainly, I, I expect that they will get into financial services in a much bigger way than just uh, the phone pay wallet and what they've done recently. So for them, it's a sort of a natural extension of being a very large e-commerce player in India. So Hari, how, how does phone pay work? Uh, in, in a sentence, how would you define it? And is it a device? Who, who is it targeted towards? And what is phone pay about? There is uh, the phone pay app part of it, and then there is now the extended uh, foray into the, the world of the Kirana stores, if you will. Now, why did we do this story now? Is uh, that they very recently uh, launched this uh, point of sale machine, which is very reminiscent of your, you know, uh, calculator that you would see in every Kirana store in the country. The, their approach uh, has been to use that simple design to solve a vexing problem for uh, small businesses like like your mom and pop stores. But people are not necessarily very tech savvy. They may not even speak English. They may be more comfortable in their own native language and so on. They have taken all the all these obstacles to uh, you know, the uh, adoption of a new convenient form. They have taken it away. Uh, made it extremely user-friendly. Is it similar to, uh, let's say, something like Square uh, in the US, uh, founded by Jack Dorsey, where a small device is attached to a smartphone and it makes it possible for small mom-and-pop stores to accept credit card payments? Uh, since we are talking about that device, the calculator-sized, what exactly does it do? Uh, closer uh, sort of uh, equivalent of uh, that in India would be some of the other uh, you know, startups, which are, for example, like M-Swipe, which have built uh, a very portable device where you can still swipe a card and things like that, right? 
in the case of uh, Flipkart's uh, phone pay point of sale device, the only tech in, in it is a unique uh, uh, identification that is hardwired into each device, which is very, very specific to the particular merchant who uses it according to Flipkart. What Flipkart has done is very cleverly kept all the tech and everything away from the device which the merchant owns. But it, uh, for now, it relies on the phone pay app on your smartphone as a consumer. Captures a merchant's ID and then all the magic happens in the back end. You know, your account is the uh, money is directed from your account and sent to the merchant's uh, account. And Flipkart would have done all the grunt work, you know, in terms of uh, uh, doing the uh, regulatory know your customer exercise that the central banker in India mandates and those kinds of things. And the, uh, in, in practice, how this works is the device talks to the phone pay app on your smartphone using Bluetooth. In, in the near future, what will happen is the, they will open up the software development kit associated with this to uh, anyone who wants to develop applications related to this. And so you will not be restricted to the uh, phone pay app alone. So the, what then will happen is that the, the app will work like a, uh, a container, that which is how they uh, describe it, uh, a virtual container for multiple ways of payments, obviously including all UPI compatible methods, uh, also your credit and debit cards. And they've already made a start by integrating, for example, Geo Money, which is a third party. Right? So the consumer has the choice of selecting the uh, you know, payment of her, of her choice. And the merchant, of course, gets the facility where somebody can pay with whatever they want. You know, you want to pay with your debit card, you can pay with your debit card. Oh, so it's a platform which brings all payment mechanisms uh, on parity. So whether it's a Paytm or an HDFC debit uh, account, uh, you know, bank account, you could you could make the transactions as long as you are connected to the internet from the consumer point of view, and you have a Bluetooth. So yeah, even in the long run. The transaction will rely on the data connection of the consumer, which is becoming more reliable because 4G is becoming, you know, more prevalent in India and so on. As to the part of, uh, uh, you know, giving them the choice of uh, multiple options of payments, for now, it's not yet a reality, but, you know, they firmly believe that the way forward is this kind of an interoperability. So I would imagine that the day is not very far when you can use the phone pay to you know, pay to somebody who uses Paytm or vice versa, maybe use a Mobi Quick app and pay on the, and whereas the merchant has a phone pay point of sale, uh, you know, device. Uh, the history uh, of phone pay itself is quite interesting, as you cover in your story, in that the founders had earlier created a music download store, which I remember Flipkart called as Flight, and it didn't really take off. Within a couple of years, from 2012 to 14, it it was around and then it was killed. Why did it fail and how was it a stepping stone to uh, the new startup, PhonePay? While reporting for this story, I had to really kind of restrain myself from being distracted by the whole story of flight because it's such <laughs> a fascinating saga, you know. And uh, the interesting part of this whole thing is it's not that uh, the flight uh, technology failed them or uh, even piracy. The one important reason that they pointed to was uh, not so much as piracy or bad tech. or In fact, uh, their technology allowed people uh, to stream and download at a better rate than iTunes at that time. That is, uh, for the geeks, uh, 320 kbps is what flight, of, flight offered and 192 kbps is what uh, iTunes did. Yeah, you're right. So technology wasn't the problem. So the reason was this was the absence of the kind of uh, 
payment mechanisms that are pretty common now in urban India, where you know you can make micro payments of two rupees, three rupees, what have you, and and with very simple sort of you know a couple of touches of your uh, smartphone screen. That was absent, and that was also one of the important motivations for them to go and solve that problem. You know, which is kind of you know the genesis of uh, phone pay. Now they have a pretty decent backing in. A multi-billion-dollar firm, and the investments are also to the tune of 500 million dollars recently. Is 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 that is that right? Yeah, as you know, Flipkart, and we've talked about this earlier. Uh, Flipkart has raised a hell of a lot of money uh, from investors, including SoftBank Group. Uh, they're sitting on four billion dollars of cash, is what they had said, and they want to commit half a billion dollars out of that into developing PhonePay and its market, which is good news for the consumer, for the Indian fintech ecosystem in general. So, so that that great news, yeah. And and last couple of questions. Uh, what are they, uh, you know, up against? Uh, let's say competition from a, a Google Tez or maybe a Paytm and the like. So yeah. So for for now, they're not so much up against Google Tez because Google Tez has just come come onto the scene. At some point, uh, it depends on the adoption rate and uh, depends on how much people take to Tez uh, in that specific instance. But other than that, I mean, they're pretty much. I mean, everyone is up against everyone else. Uh, in in Flipkart's case, I mean, definitely, you know, the big giant that they'll have to kind of tackle is Paytm. It, it's possible that at some point we will see some sort of consolidation among these kinds of new players as well. For now, I, I wouldn't want to hazard who by whom, but uh, you know that there are there have been instances, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the last one year where uh, some of the wallet providers have merged and so on. Uh, but but there will also be competition from the traditional banks as well. Private sector banks have already started their own wallets. They have enabled UPI. Uh, so they too are very actively looking at uh, you know what is happening here. So for now we are going to see some aggressive level of uh, competition. But hopefully in the future interoperability will come in and you know the the best hopefully the better players will come out on top. For now, it's it's kind of anybody's game. Although there are some early leaders like Paytm. It's a fascinating uh, industry, uh, a very young one in India. Uh, Hari, thanks a lot for this story and for your time on this podcast. Thanks very much. Thank you again, Anshu. And all you listeners, you can uh, download this podcast on iTunes as well as from uh, ForbesIndia.com. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to five one eight one eight.